0: so glad that you're here this morning. Let's get into the word of the Lord and see what the Lord is going to speak into our hearts today from the book of John, the fifth chapter. If you would like to turn there with me, or of course, it'll be on the screen here in just a moment. John chapter five, and I'm going to begin with verse number one. I'm going to read down through verse number nine, literally reading this morning. While you're turning there, let me say thank you to All the men that showed up yesterday and helped, we had about uh, around 20 guys out at the campus yesterday working. We had a great work day and progress. Things are moving along nicely. We had some of you that stopped in and visited with us yesterday. And thank you, a nice meal yesterday. Uh, Boy, that's a motivator right there, I guarantee you. So thank you for everything that you're doing for the kingdom of the Lord. John chapter 5. I will begin with verse number one. (coughs) Excuse me. After this, there was a feast of the Jews. And Jesus went up to Jerusalem. Now, there is at Jerusalem, by the sheep. Market a pool, which is called in the Hebrew tongue Bethesda, having five porches. In these lay a great multitude of impotent folk, of blind and halt, withered, waiting for the moving of the water. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Whoso then, first after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole of whatsoever disease he had. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? The impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. Jesus saith unto him, Rise, take up thy bed, and walk. And immediately the man was made whole and took up his bed and walked. And on the same day was the Sabbath. I'm going to speak by the help of the Lord. And if you'll help me today, of course, Preaching goes a whole lot better when I have a little input from the congregation. So if you'll help me a little bit this morning, we're going to preach by the help of the Lord. A miracle moment. Lord, help us this morning as we discover, Lord, what you want to speak into our hearts for this moment in this room. I pray for every heart in life today, God. Meet with us now. Let your power and presence flow into this house. Saturate us with your glory. We pray in Jesus name. In Jesus name. God bless you. You may be seated. A miracle moment. There's a tree that is known by the locals as Tahina spectabilis. It grows just off the African coast on the island of Madagascar. The palm-like tree appears to be like other palms that grows in other parts of Asia. The uniqueness of Tahina spectabilis is that it grows to enormous proportions, but that in of itself is not so unique. But what makes it unique is that the proud owner of such a tree waits for anticipation for up to a hundred years before this tree will ever produce a blossom. After a hundred years of pruning and watching, if you were to live that long, you may catch a glimpse of this awesome tree producing its bloom that will later bring forth its fruit. As a matter of fact, this tree blooms so rarely that people failed to even notice that it was different from other palms that never bloomed at all. Until only just a few years ago, they finally noticed that this particular tree would bloom on occasion. They became so accustomed to to looking at this tree on a day-to-day basis without blooms. And it wasn't like other trees that bloomed every year or every two years, but they became so accustomed to the tree not blooming that they had no expectation of it ever happening. Its mundane existence became a simple way of life, pruning the dead limbs from the bottom and watching the tree grow. Without a blossom. In our text, the man that was sick with a palsy palsy, had become so accustomed to his seemingly unsolvable situation that it became a normal way of life for him. Anybody understand what I'm talking about? When the problem becomes so long with us that eventually we start expecting every day to be like the day before. His situation had become so normal for his world that he became accustomed to missing the opportunities to get in to the troubling moments of the water. His opportunity would come and would go because his circumstance seemed to never lend itself to be in his favor. He became used to the routine. At first there was faith enough perhaps to believe that next year is going to be my year. Next time it will be my time to get in. But after 38 years, a man can easily become accustomed to saying it's never going to happen for me. It's never going to come to pass for me. It's always going to be somebody else's miracle. It's always going to be somebody else's moment. It's always going to be somebody else that gets blessed, but not me. It seems to never work out for me, as anybody in the house ever felt that way. His situation becomes so normal for his world that he becomes accustomed to missing opportunities because circumstances were never ever in his favor. The waters were only troubled for a moment. But it was somebody else that got into the flow. It was someone else that was healed. And then another year passed before anybody ever got healed again. What if today was your miracle moment i know it's it's odd that i would even ask the question i mean it is a Mar- it is march 19th i believe it is it is a sunday morning we're not in revival services we don't have evangelist josh herring preaching we haven't been fasting and praying for 21 days And we reach the point of waiting till next year before it can ever possibly happen. I wonder what would happen if our expectation would change. If our thought process would turn and we would realize that He's the same God in March as He is in February. He has the same healing power on a Sunday morning in March as He does on a January morning when somebody's raised from the dead. He's the same God that's able to deliver somebody today as He was able to set somebody free on a morning in February. I come this morning to tell you, today could be your moment. Anybody believe that today could be your moment? Why don't you look at your neighbor and tell them today could be your moment. It could be. It could be. A lot of times I think it's even up to us. What if today is our moment, but we really doubt that if... Today really is our moment. I think maybe when we think today is going to be our moment, when that moment comes, we're going to wake up of a morning and it's going to seem different from all other days. It's not going to be mundane. We're going to feel different that morning. We're going to come to church. We're going to know when we get there it's going to happen. I doubt it. My guess is, is the day of your miracle, when it comes or if it ever has come to this point in your life, I can tell you that most likely you got up that morning feeling no different than you felt the day before, expecting nothing more than you did the day before. It just happened to be that when the moment came, you recognized it and stepped into the flow. Or if you're waiting for that moment to come, I want to tell you this morning, this day could be your moment. But you're going to have to be sensitive to what God is wanting to do. And when the water begins to be troubled for a few moments here in the next 20 or 30 minutes, you're going to have to be willing to say, this is the moment. This may be my opportunity. I'm going to step in. It is up to you to decide, will I go for it today? Or will I wait for another year to pass till another service to come for a better opportunity? Let me tell you, there will never be a better opportunity than you have today. Andy Stanley made a statement that we don't need to pray for more miracles, he says. We just need to be more sensitive to the opportunities that God brings our way. I think that may be true. Why is it that some people seem to take advantage of every moment that comes by while others allow opportunities to pass them by? It has a lot to do with our willingness to step in. Some folks say, well, it happens for them because they're just lucky, but I kind of doubt that. Others say, well, I think they were just in the right place at the right time. That may happen occasionally, but I doubt that happens on routine. I don't think luck or positioning has anything to do with it. Maybe they were just more sensitive to the moment than anyone else. I believe that most miracles happen when preparation and opportunity meet. I'm going to let that soak in for a minute. How many people miss their opportunity because they were not prepared? I don't know about you, but I want to be prepared when God is ready to move. A lot of people miss their opportunity because they have not prepared. I tell our youth, I tell our young adults, I tell my kids, I'm always trying to promote, get a good education, go after it with everything you have, because there will be a moment that is going to come. And when you are prepared for it, that is the moment that you're going to step in. And you know with confidence that I have been prepared for this moment. That's why it's important for the church to stay prayed up. That's why it's important for us to daily get in contact with the Lord because you never know when the moment is going to come and you say, yes, this is my opportunity. That's the reason we do classes and sessions and training. And we're working trying to help people get better at what they're doing for the kingdom of God. We're getting ready here. in a, It's starting a week from Wednesday. We're getting ready to take four weeks. And we're going to do some specific training with some folks that is learning how to host and teach Bible studies to be able to help. And some people say, well, I don't really think that may be my thing. But you know what? If you were prepared for it and the opportunity comes, you may say, well, hey, I'm going to give it a try. Give it a go, and when you step into that flow of what God is wanting to do, you may discover that it's the greatest experience you've ever had. So a lot of people miss their opportunity because they're not prepared for it. They don't prepare. They come on a Sunday morning like this and they have needs in their life. Maybe they have addictions they're battling with or trouble in their home or t- finances or whatever it is. They come to church and they're like, well, I'm going to come. I'm going to sit through a service. I'm gonna, we're going to worship with the good music and singing. We're going to hear a little word from the pastor. We're going to go out and get a little lunch and we're going to have a great day today and we're just going to go ahead on with business as normal. Instead of coming to church and saying today could be my moment. Everything in my life could change today. My life could be revolutionized before I leave this service today. Really? Wow. How? Because this could be your miracle moment. God could speak life into a dead situation. God could speak hope into your hopeless situation. God could speak salvation into a life that has never known what it's like to find salvation. God could turn your finances around. God could speak healing into your physical body today. This could be your miracle moment. But you've got to know that this could be your moment. Every day, any day could be your moment. Come on, look at your neighbor and tell them this could be your moment. I want to persuade you because until I persuade you, how long am I going to preach today? As long as it takes. I want to preach long enough today until I persuade you that today could be your moment. And then when we give an opportunity, we're going to let let that preparedness of your mind and heart meet the opportunity. And let's see what happens before we leave here today. All right, some of you disconnected because tongue in cheek, I said I'm going to preach as long as it's going to take. It's not going to take me long if you'll help me. Because God is wanting to move today. God is wanting to send His power and His presence here to heal, to save, to deliver, and to set free. It could happen in this service this morning. But we've got to come with a mindset that it's going to happen. Maybe some of us just come to church out of responsibility. Some came out of an invitation. Some just showed up, got here, and don't really know how you got here. But I want to tell you, this could be a miracle moment for you. That's right, in your life. It could be that God wants to speak something into your spirit today. So you've got to be expecting what God wants to do. So a lot of people miss their opportunity because they're not sensitive to the moment. I'm reminded of a story a few years ago. Uh, when Dylan was, it was in Oklahoma City and he was in the Sheridan Hotel and he ran into a man that he felt led to pray for. I'll never forget the story. He felt led to pray for a man and he walked over to a man and he began to talk to him. He talked to him for a few minutes. The man began to tell him how that he was down on his luck, how terrible things were, how bad life was. And Dylan knew that it was the Lord that urged him to go and talk to this man. And so after talking to him a few minutes and hearing his troubles and hearing his problem, the man was really looking for a handout he was looking for a little cash he was looking for a little money and Dylan looked at him and he said well I'll tell you what I don't have any money to give you but I tell you what I do have I can pray for you and if you'd like for me to pray for you I believe God is going to perform a miracle in your life and when Dylan said he didn't have any money the man said no I'm not interested how many times do we come to church And God says, you want a little something to make you do this or make you feel this way or make you, but I got something for you. And we say, no, I'm not interested. Come back and try again, God. I would guess that more people say no to God than anything else in the world. If we would stop resisting God and stop saying no to the, what the work of the Spirit is wanting to do in our life, we would see revolutionary change in our life and in our future. Come on, somebody. I'm trying to tell you this morning, stop saying no to what God is wanting to do. If you'll start, if you'll get a yes in your spirit this morning and say, I've got some expectancy. And when the opportunity comes, I'm prepared to step into the flow of what God is wanting to do. There may be an angel that comes this morning and troubles the water at CLC and whomever will get into the flow can receive their miracle. So pastor, if Dylan would have prayed for the man, if he would have said yes and Dylan would have prayed for the man and the man would not have gotten healed, then what? The man wouldn't have gotten healed. He would have left the same way he came. But at least he would have given it a shot. But I can promise you, you will miss every opportunity that you refuse to spawn, respond to. If you say no, I guarantee you, you're not going to get healed. I went to the hospital one time to pray for a man, and I, I wasn't warned before I got there, but I ran into another minister while I was there. He found out why, who I was going to pray for, and he said, oh my, he knew the man. He said, I'm going with you. And so me and the other gentleman walked into the hospital room, and I introduced myself. I'd never met the man before, and I introduced myself, and I said I had received a call, and uh, your wife sent me to uh, ask if I would come and pray with you and said that you're very sick. And uh, so I wanted to stop by your room and, and pray for you. And the man's just looking. She said, he said, yeah, I figured she's the one sent you. And I said, do you mind if I pray for you? He looked at me and said, I don't really care. I said, well, sir, I I don't want to do anything that you don't want. Your wife asked me to come and pray for you. Do you want me to pray for you? He said, I don't care. can if you want to. And the elderly gentleman knew this man quite well, and he knew that he was a pretty difficult guy to get along with. And he said, well, do you want him to pray or not? (laughs) I backed up and looked at my elder And he's looking down at that guy. He said, you need to stop being so rude. Make up your mind. This nice man came here to pray for you and you're being rude to him. Those of you that know how much I love those moments (laughs) understand that I was a bit uncomfortable in the room. And the man said, I don't know, I guess so. And I felt boldness come over me. And I said, sir, I'll lay hands on you and pray for you because your wife requested it. But I'm going to tell you before I pray for you that if I lay my hands on you and pray for you and you don't care one way or another, nothing's going to happen. He looked at me. I said, if you want to be healed, you've got to make up your mind that you want and need God to help you. I come this morning to remind somebody in the house that if you just said, well, if God wants to come by and swipe, you know, side swipe me on the way, it'll be all right, but I don't really care. It, chances are nothing's really going to happen. But if you came in the house today and you said, I need a touch from God. I'm looking for some help. I'm looking for some hope. I need a change in my heart. I need a change in my life. I'm going to tell you, God will show up. God will help you. Your miracle can happen. Happen, but you got to want it to happen. Oh, give God a shout of praise if you believe it this morning. Jesus wasn't even sure if the man wanted his healing. He walks out along the edge of the pool looking around at a man that's been laying there for 38 years. I can imagine it looking something like this. Hey, buddy. How long you been laying here? Like he didn't already know. He was God, you know. Well, let's see. It'll be, it's been 38 years. Because the truth is, is God knows how long you've been dealing with the situation. He hasn't been caught off guard. you, You let everybody else know, but God already knows. But he had to ask the man. Because evidently, his countenance and his attitude must have said, I don't really care. And Jesus said, sir. Do you want to be made whole? I don't want my countenance to make God question. Anybody with me this morning? I want my attitude when I walk into the house of the Lord to speak to Him. I want my worship to speak to Him. I want my desire to speak to Him. I don't want God to have to say, hey. You want anything this morning? You need anything today? You want me to? I want my attitude to, of worship and praise. I want my expression to Him to say, I came hungry today. If you sh- decide to show up today, I'm ready. I'm waiting. I've been waiting a long time for this moment. This could be my miracle moment. Obviously, the man stopped looking for opportunities. He said, sir, you want to be healed? And, and, and that man was not even sensitive to the moment. He didn't, evidently didn't know who Jesus was. He wasn't prepared for the moment. And the sick man's confidence was in other people. You see what he says in the text? I know this isn't rocket science here. It's real simple looking at the scripture and seeing what it says this morning. The sick man looks at Jesus and says, I ain't got nobody. Somebody wrote a song about that. My attempt at comedy. He said, sir, I have no man. To put me in. People who are always waiting on someone else will always miss their moment. I, I, the other day, it happens to me occasionally, in, in on days that I'm like a little high strung, you know what I mean by that? I mean, my wife does. but When I'm a little uptight, I pulled up behind a car at a four-way stop. And I saw cars go from this way, cars go from that way, cars go from this way. And I see the lady in front of me. She was like the traffic director. I'm in a hurry and I'm behind her. Since I'm not a horn honker, I just sit there. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. I normally don't honk this horn, but it's about to get honked. (laughs) Finally, when there was not a car in sight, she starts pulling out. I just swerved to the right, passed my mother in law, waved at her, and went on. <laughs> I was only kidding about the mother in law thing. It just fit right there. <laughs> I love you, Cindy. That <laughs> lunch was great yesterday. <laughs> Forgot what your cooking was like. <clears throat> Somebody help me in here. It's kind of like church sometimes. Oh, look at them. Oh, look at Oh, they're getting blessed. Watch them get that. I wonder what they're getting blessed about. I wonder what's going on in their life. And the Lord's saying the whole moment's made for you. It's your turn. There's some people maybe in line behind you waiting for you to go ahead and step in so they can step in. But you're waiting and watching everybody else instead of stepping into what God is wanting to do in your life. I don't want to have the indecision of my moment. I want to sit with anticipation. Is it my turn yet? Is it my turn yet? So, so yesterday I'm driving back through town. I think it was yesterday, maybe day before. And I come to a three-way intersection. And this car pulls up to the left. Well, that car got there before me. It was their turn to go. And I see a lady in the passenger seat. I'm like, I'm in a hurry. I'll take you up on that. I pulled out. And about the time I pulled out, I looked to the left and I said, Hello, Paula. And then she texts me. And she said, you need to learn how to use a four-way stop. (laughs) And so I text back while I was driving. And I said, that was a three-way stop, thank you very much. (laughs) But the deal is... She was actually being nice to me, which is unusual. She was, she was waving at me. And I thought she was motioning me to go. Because I was sitting there like, if you ain't going to go, I'm going to go. And she acted like she, was waving, like she was motioning me to go. At least that's what I took it. <laughs> now, I'm being real silly this morning. That really did happen. But I'm being real silly this morning. But I'm going to tell you something. When I come to the house of the Lord, all I need is just a little hint that it's my turn. I want to step into what God's wanting to do. I don't need anybody to beg me, pull me, prod me, honk their horn at me, get out, knock on the window, coach me. I want to step into what God is wanting to do. Every, this could be, I feel the Holy Ghost right now. This could be your moment the water could be troubled for you today and God is saying how bad do you want it are you willing to step in if you need the Holy Ghost today today's your day you need a miracle in your life this could be your moment you need God to come through for you this could be your moment stop waiting on everybody else and say yes I'm ready I'm willing I'm waiting I'm ready oh, somebody give the Lord a hand clap of praise I don't want to wait on anybody else's response. I want to be ready. I'll worship if nobody else does. I'll step out if nobody else does. I need my miracle. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah come on stand to your feet with me this morning I feel the troubling of the water in the house today I feel like God is wanting to work in the house today this could be your moment I hear the voice of the Lord speaking into somebody's life this is your day this is your moment this is your opportunity he's ready to work if you'll say yes to him today Come on, come forward with hands raised. Come forward expressing your gratitude to Him. He's prepared this moment for you. Well, what happens if I step out and and, and nothing happens for me? You just took every opportunity you could. Come back and try again. But this could be the moment that God wants to do it in your life. Don't miss it because of your relaxed attitude. Don't miss it because of your unwillingness to step out. Come on, reach to Him this morning. Cry out to Him. This could be your day. This could be your day. God is visiting with us in the house this morning. God is visiting with us today. Could it be this is the moment that He's going to say to you, Rise, take up thy bed and walk. Get up from where you are. This is your moment. Come on, reach to Him this morning. Reach to Him this morning. Come on, lift up your voice. Lift up your voice today. Cry out to the Lord. Cry out to the Lord this morning. Come on, let your prayer be heard. Let your prayer be heard this morning. Hallelujah. Come on, this could be your moment. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, why don't you reach over to somebody next to you. Take them with a hand. Lay a hand on their shoulder. Begin to agree together one with another this morning. We're going to agree together right now. This could be the moment for breakthrough in our life. Yes. Come on, your miracle could happen now. Your healing could happen now. I need a miracle. Declare it this morning. This is my moment. This is my moment. This is my I moment. Surrender. Hallelujah. Come on, this could be your moment for a breakthrough. Reach out to the Lord today. Reach out to the Lord today. Oh, yes. God's prepared this moment for somebody, He's prepared it for somebody.